Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome you to another episode of Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and today I'm burning the phone lines down to talk to Katie Houston. She's a model and she's also a teacher. And so, Katie, just to start things off, just where you're from and just a little bit about growing up in that area. Okay, um, originally I was born in Asheville, Tennessee. Um, and then after I turned three, I moved to Huntsville with my parents. And then I went off to college at Mississippi State, and I've been there ever since. Okay, cool. Just growing up in that area, like, um, what brought you to Mississippi State? So, uh, it started in fourth grade when I started running, um, and with the uh, Coach Henderson, um, and essentially, uh, I started off as an athlete, and, um, that's how I ended up at Mississippi State with a full ride. Um, so we were traveling around to different schools, and when I came to Mississippi State, I absolutely loved the environment. Yeah. So that's how they got me with the people. It was just very home-like. So. And so, uh, ran track? Yes. Great. And a uh, full ride, I guess that made it a lot easier, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a full ride in undergrad, and then I was a um, graduate teaching assistant for my master's degree. And just now, up today, how did the modeling start for you? Um. So uh, I have a friend. Her name is Etrice. And um, we would always, always hanging out and taking pictures and such. And she was like, man, I really want to, you know, start posting modeling pictures on my page. And I was like, I want to do that, too. So um, that's how it started recently. Um, however, when I was younger in, like, elementary school, I would watch, like, American's Next Top Model religiously. Yeah. I absolutely love the show. Um, my mom and dad had place me into um you know a few a few lessons um in Huntsville uh I don't honestly I don't think I really gained anything from the lessons I probably was too young and it was too traditional in the way that they did things but it still you know sparked my interest I was able to be um a model for Dillard's in Huntsville and um I even was um on the cover of a magazine when I was in high school so um yeah I've I've modeled here and there when I was younger but I recently within like the past year just started modeling on like a, a regular basis and so just just a little bit like I like how you referenced like it was too traditional and so that was uh really what caught my eye and how I got I was like Katie Houston now that that's interesting was uh the first shots I saw was with the earthworms oh you saw that nice yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I think it got put in like the uh, the Golden Triangle uh, artist connection. Oh yeah, by Joe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so essentially, I my friend Aquarius um, had seen me posting pictures on my Instagram, and he was like, you know, there's this girl on um, social media, and her Instagram is awesome. When I find her, I'm gonna send it to her send it to you and um her name's kimberly and she actually recently just got the blue check mark by her name so that's awesome yeah and has had some like tv debuts and stuff debuts um but essentially she was um a 
model who took her own picture or she is a model who takes her own pictures. And I was like, Oh wow. Like, you're right. I really could do this. And you know, um, I could put my own spin on it and be, you know, unique in itself. Yeah. Uh, so essentially uh, at first when I started modeling, obviously I tried to, um, do it with support. So I, I reached out to other photographers, but no one was really interested because I didn't have anything to provide them with. Um, so, uh, it was either like, you know, pay a bunch of money or no. Um, so I ended up buying my own camera and I would just go out with the and we would take pictures together. And then eventually I got a tripod. So I was able to start taking pictures by myself. I figured out how to connect my phone to my camera so I could see myself and like hide the camera in the picture. Um, So that's how that worked out. Um, Yeah. And then as far as the earthworms go, uh, I, I made a list. I was like, okay, like I, I kind of need to have my, essentially like make my own brand. Like what's going to make me different from, you know, other models and who are posting things on the internet and such. And I was like, okay, well, let me make a list of things that I would like to, you know, try to model with or, uh, like send some type of message. So yeah. I wrote things down like blue jeans, paint. Uh, I put down caution tape. Um, I put down googly eyes. I was like, Ooh, I could have like eyes coming out my mouth. And then I was like, no, like, that's too fake looking. So I was like, okay, what would make this like just really crazy? And then that's where the earthworms came from. I was like, you know, I used to play with earthworms when I'm, when I was little and that's like the only like thing that doesn't scare me. Obviously all other bugs are, you know, they, they're not okay with me. I, I freak out, but yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm comfortable with earthworms. You know, when we go fishing, we use earthworms. I was like, I- I'm sure I could put them in my mouth. <laughs> right. So that's how it happened. I reached out to maybe like uh, seven, eight photographers to see like if anyone was interested in shooting. Um, and the first person I shot with was a guy named Dave in Huntsville, and it just went phenomenal. <laughs> and we, I met him on Facebook, and I think it was the day that I went to his studio. Is when I when he messaged me on Facebook and said, "Yeah, let's do something." Yeah. And um, I ended up staying in his studio until like two or three o'clock in the morning, and we did like eight different like types of pictures, like different, um, uh, you know, concepts. Right. And I was like, wow, like this was amazing. And he was actually the one who, he was like, yeah, like these are really good. Like you should try, probably try to get some of these published or something, or maybe you could do like series. So that's where the idea came from. So I used to post like weekly on my Instagram and I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold back and try to, you know, um, really plan out what I'm doing. So I have some type of, um, pattern that makes sense or something that can tell a story. So I was out of all the pictures, my earth, the earthworms were his were kind of like the ones that stuck out the most. So I was like, okay, I need to do a series on earthworms. And I was like, well, I don't want to just have a bunch of random pictures with earthworms. So let me look up what earthworms mean. Yeah. So essentially I started doing some research and I, um, discovered things about like how earthworms divide like uh are the divide between death and renewal and uh you know how they symbolize uh spiritual groundskeeping and mm-hmm. things like that so after that first shot all the other worm shots that i did i tried to base them off of something that related to their symbolism yeah um 
And then from there, that's essentially what I wanted to do, or what I want to do with my next shoots as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did the Black History Month. I started it before all of this, but I didn't know it was going to turn into a series. Um, I shot with a girl uh, named Chloe. I met her on Instagram, and she just so happened to go to, go to Mississippi State. And uh, we met up, and we took some pictures. Um, I haven't posted them yet because I'm... I'm debating whether or not I want to add more to it. Yeah. Um, but essentially, that's where the Black History Month came in. And then I pulled Jaquarius in. That's the other, that's the male in the photographs. And he was completely down to do that. He's a photographer also. So it was really awesome working with him. Yeah. And just to, um, uh, I guess we can go, let's go ahead and go to the contest. And then we'll go back to the Black History Month. And so you're in a contest right now. Yeah, I'm in um, the Jet Set, Miss Jet Set competition, um, so I was just on Instagram and I saw like a, a little sponsored ad, and it was like, be on the cover of a magazine, win $50,000, and I was just like, eh, why not? <laughs> yeah, worth a shot, right? Right, right, so I clicked on it, I signed up, and then I was just like, how legit is this really? So, you know, then I started doing more research, and I was like, looking into things, I was like, okay, like... Um, Trump's been on the cover, this person's been on the cover, just to see, like, how legitimate that it was, so I didn't want to, you know, get scammed or something. Right. So, after I realized that it was um, real, I was like, oh, man, like, there's no way that I could possibly win this. But this was before the competition even started. I think I signed up for it, like, a month before it started. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, uh, man, like, this is actually really serious. Um, but as the first week went by and I was in the top five, I kind of I guess got excited because um, I didn't advertise for the first like week and a half because I don't know I just wasn't really confident in myself I guess yeah. um, but uh, yeah as the competition uh, continued I kind of was like okay I, I actually think I have a shot at this so I'm just really um, um, happy and thankful for all the people who have voted for me and are continuing to vote for me because the competition doesn't end until early March. So it's like a month and a half long competition. And so. it's a daily thing that people can interact with on a daily basis. <laughs> Correct. So essentially you vote every day, every 24 hours. Um, you can get a free vote or you can do paid votes, which is crazy because I've had like four or five people pay like for votes and um i think one of them i haven't even met them in person before and they were just like you know i believe in you like keep going and that's just really heartwarming to know that there's people out there who i don't even know personally who really support me yeah and so just to back it up at first like uh i mean it's the hardest thing to believe in yourself especially if there's money on the line right Right. And so uh, when did the confidence really start uh, pouring in? Was it like when you were top five and you was like, maybe I, maybe this can work? Yeah, most definitely. And then um, when I finally decided to post again saying like, hey, guys, don't forget to vote. And on the on the website, they have like this little meter that gives like a percent of like how many people have voted for you from your best day. And as I was um, posting, the percent kept passing 100% each day. So essentially, I was getting more more and more votes each day. And I was yeah. like, oh, well, I guess if I advertise, this is actually a good thing. Um, I was just kind of scared of, um, you know, kind of badgering people or, um, you know, it's a month and a half. So posting yeah. the same thing over and over again, I just didn't want to annoy people. So that was really my main thing. It's just trying to... 
yeah. enjoy the race, I guess. Yeah, it's the same thing, like, even with this podcast, is like, just as far as getting the word out about who's on and, like, what we were talking about, and, I mean, I do two, three episodes a week, and uh, I post about it on that media page, and then on my personal page, and I was like, well, this is going to get aggravating, but, I mean, like All you right. said, it, if I share it on my page, like, that's another advertisement, and I, I know that more people are going to be aware of what's going on, and they'll click it. All right. But um, at that same thing, it's like, I don't want to get on your nerves, people. <laughs> but I'm, I'm really happy about who I got on, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so after the earthworms, um, yeah, I started following your social media and saw, like, uh, the Black History Month was coming up. And those pictures and those shots are incredible. And, um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. We actually, um, it took us four days to do them. Um, not very long. Like one day we did it for like 30 minutes and then we were done. Um, I'm a full-time teacher, so, um, we have to work around my schedule. Yeah. Um, so essentially after work, I go get dressed and then we would find the location. So, um, he, uh, Jaquarius, he came to my house maybe like two months ago and we planned the entire thing out. So I have a big mirror in my room. And essentially, we looked in the mirror, and we kind of, like, worked out our poses and our ideas and how it was going to – how each picture was going to tell a story and then lead to something else. Right. Um, so it starts off with the slaves being sold and then them actually uh, – or me, rather, being in the cotton film. Mm -hmm. And then um, I'm going to post a video today where we're actually running away. So we're going to be runaway slaves. Um uh, I'm not going to say it's a bad video, but I'm not a videographer, so uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like one of the first things that I'm posting where I was a part of um, making the video, um, so that's also something that I want to get involved with. I think uh, it just really helps with my creativity, like to be able to express myself. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then for the last post, uh, do you know the... Um, what is it called? The, uh, is it called the American Gothic? Yes. Yeah, I think that, yes. that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So essentially we have remade the American Gothic with our slave outfits. So we go from runaway slaves and then the last picture for the end of the series is us um, reenacting the American Gothic. Yeah. Um, so I just, I don't know. I feel like it really says a lot especially for like what the meaning behind the american gothic and how they were um basically saying uh you know i think they were like rebelling against like the the european like modern art and going into something different so yeah and that's the that's the paint with the the guy and his wife and he's got like holding the pitchfork right correct so yeah. I, I bought the pitchfork maybe like two months ago after me and Aquarius were talking and then we just shot the picture maybe like last week so <laughs> yeah the that thing about being like, in this area like the cotton fields and finding those old historical buildings from that period I mean Starville has the cotton district that has all that history right right it was it was super easy um actually those two cotton pictures that I took that was from the first day that I met Aquarius and we went out to practice yeah so I wasn't even a, originally going to use those pictures we were both supposed to be in the cotton field but when we had time to do the video later they had already um harvested the cotton so I was like oh my goodness I'm gonna just use what we have so those were actually practice pictures yeah that weren't even supposed to be used but uh they it got felt, used. <laughs> yeah it fit the narrative though 
So that worked out great. And so um, just with like other projects, and so those are the, the main two uh, that I've seen and have been following. Um, are those involved with the contest? Like with the contest, is it just, uh, do you have to keep updating and more pictures, or is it just it's based off one picture? Or how's that work? Um, so no, it's actually completely separate. Um, this was kind of my plan from all along. Um, and it just so happened that I was in this competition around the same time that the competition started. So I was kind of weary about that at first, um, especially with the Black History Month um, photos and like the meaning behind them and the seriousness of it. And I didn't know if that would kind of draw people away or bring them closer. Um, yeah, I can't speak. I can't not... speak for everyone, but it drew me closer. I was like, she's doing a whole lot more with her work. Right, right, right. Getting away from the, you know. Not that I don't want to take, um, you know, pretty pictures, like, you know, glam shots and things like that. I, I have pictures like that to post still. Um, yeah. But again, I, I guess I'm just trying to really cluster things together and see what I can make out of them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Where does a lot of that inspiration come from? I usually shoot on the weekends. And I don't spend a lot of time shooting, like I said, with the Black History Month because it's thoroughly planned out it only takes about you know 30 minutes we're, we're taking the same picture over and over until we get it how we how we want it so yeah right um, yeah with the one where we were um screaming reaching out to each other that was actually three pictures in one so essentially <laughs> the first picture i was how his chain is kind of pulled up around his neck i was holding his chain yeah and I was holding my phone out of the frame and taking the picture. And then I went on the other side and reached out to him. But when I was reaching out to him, he wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he had actually already gone home. So I was finishing up the picture. Yeah. Okay. Um, but as far as inspiration goes, um, really just Instagram. I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm not a fan of Pinterest or all those other sites that other people use. But um, there's just already so many different, like, social medias and like things you can go to and it's really overwhelming honestly it's it's almost like going to a restaurant and they're giving you a menu that's like 16 pages long it's like what am i gonna you know do with all of these options so because i i post on instagram i i really just i, I follow a lot of people i follow a lot of hashtags and when i see something that i really like i um I save it. So there's like a little, a save section on your Instagram. Right. And I also save them. I organize them too. So I save them in like certain sections. Um, so like I have something called paint or, um, if it's related to black history, I have it in the black history section. Um, I have a section for like mirrors. So if I see like some type of reflection or something and I think that it's cool, I, I click on that. So, yeah. Okay. All right. And so it's just like, um, a lot of the ideas are coming from like just hashtags in that regard. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And so just to give people um, how to follow you and find you on social media and get involved, uh, what are ways that they can find your page? Oh, okay. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram at M-K-H-U-S-T-O-N. Um, my government name is Mary Catherine, so that's where that comes from. And then Houston without the first O. <laughs> yeah. And then on Facebook, uh, it's Katie, K-A-T-I-E, Houston. And then I also have a YouTube page. I actually actually recently just started um, posting songs as well to separate between my series. Um, and you can type in 
MK Houston again and find me there. Okay, and so um, are you doing the music in those, or is it just like music for the videographer work, or what's that like? Oh, um, so huh, I was in choir from yeah. like elementary, middle school, high school. Um, I almost ended up going to school with a choir scholarship, but um, I decided to run instead. But uh, yeah, essentially, maybe about a year, year and a half ago, I started making my own music and posting on my Facebook, and then it kind of died out a little bit. Uh, but I wanted to start incorporating it on my Instagram. So essentially between each of my series, and instead of just having like a, a blank uh, like post that just says like the title of the series, I decided to put a video with it. So it's just going to be videos of me singing a song um, that I have either made up or that I think goes with the series or just a song that I like. Cool. Just this creative spark um, that you have. What are some ways that you found that was just easy to tap into it was it just just do it or like uh just for those maybe listening that you know are looking for a creative spark you know because I feel, I feel like creativity uh once you begin to express yourself like everything else um just being human all together it just it's a lot easier if that makes sense yeah to be able to express yourself um essentially just find an outlet where you can be yourself or be someone that you've always wanted to be. Um, you know, I feel like there's a lot of self, there can be a lot of self care involved in modeling. You know, it's a stress reliever for me. I think in terms of like, if someone wanted to do the same thing, just, yeah, just essentially go out and do it. Um, like I said, when I started, I was just taking pictures of myself or I would be practicing in my mirror. Um, and then just kind of, um, collecting images that give you inspiration and building off of that or recreating that same image. And then as you're recreating that image, you'll notice that you'll start to think of different ways to either make it quote unquote better or just make it more um, unique for yourself. Sure. Well, Katie, anything else to add or subtract? Um, nope. That's everything. Well, cool. Katie, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me today. Thank you news and notes if you haven't done so already i'd ask that you would rate and review the show on whatever platform it was that you just listened to on and subscribe tell a friend go follow katie on her social media on instagram and the facebook and check out her youtube page you can find details on the contest that she's in there and she even leaves a link to where you can drop a vote go vote vote for her help her out and so we're going to close the show out with a song called Flow by Sean James. Uh, if you're new to the show, I had him on last year, and we kind of talked the song over on an episode called Sean James at the Sunstroke House. Well, guys, I'm getting on out of here. This is off of his album Deliverance. That is just being pressed into vinyl now. It never was before. But anyway, here is Flow. Peace out.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.